It is time to get you set for what is bound to be the best weekend of the Big 12 football season. Welcome in. I'm Pete Mundo on HeartlandCollegeSports.com. We cover the Big 12 as we get this video rolling to our Big 12 lock underdog and bad bet of the week. So uh, as we get rolling, hit that thumbs up button on YouTube. We appreciate you doing that as you come on into the show. And then also... Just hit that subscribe button. It's super easy. If you're a Big 12 fan or a fan of any Big 12 team, I'm a little biased when I say this, but nobody covers this league better than we do. Very confident saying that. So uh, we've been doing this now every week of the season, and we are 15-8-1 on our picks against the spread. Every week I've been giving you a bad bet, which means avoid that bet, bet the other side. I've given you a lock and I've given you an underdog. And we went 2-1 and one last week. The underdog I gave you was Kansas plus 10.5 against Oklahoma. My lock was West Virginia plus 7 at UCF. That was my lock of the week. And my bad bet was Texas minus whatever it was against BYU. 20, I think it was 18 points. I missed out on that one. But a 2-1 and one week last week, 15-8-1 on the season. And um, we're excited to be here getting ready for another week. I'm starting to feel the pressure a little bit, by the way. You know, I keep having these two-in-one weeks. I'm rolling, and I know you guys are relying on me here. Now, don't bet the mortgage. Bet responsibly, but let's have some fun as we get you set for Week 10 in the Big 12 conference season. It's going to be awesome. So I will start with, uh, let me give you my underdog of the week. How about that? We'll start there, okay? My underdog of the week. Should I do the old, let the anticipation build? My underdog of the week, Oklahoma State plus six, buy the half a point if you have to, against Oklahoma in the last ever bedlam. It's not because I want this to happen. I know OU fans are going to insist that I'm being biased when I say that. But I think deep down, even OU fans are worried about this game. I don't want to say scared, but worried about this game. You're going to Stillwater. Final bedlam. Possibly ever. You know Mike Gundy is going to break things out of the playbook that he hasn't used in 20 years, if he's ever used them. Mike Gundy wants nothing more in his life than to win this game on Saturday in Stillwater. He's got the hottest hand in the Big 12 in Ollie Gordon. Nobody can stop the dude. He's got 500 rushing yards the last uh, couple of weeks combined. He has been an absolute beast. And they're stacking the box against him the last couple of weeks, and they still can't stop him. Now, I understand OU's defense is not Cincinnati. But still, I, nothing, I have not seen anything to suggest that Oklahoma can slow down this rushing attack of Ollie Gordon. They struggled last week against Kansas. The rushing defense it looks like has gotten worse as the season's gone along. Maybe it's just because the competition's picked up. But either way, the defense has shown more holes for Oklahoma the last couple of weeks. That's what we've learned. Now they got to face the best offensive weapon they've faced all season long in their biggest rivalry game in their house. I, that is difficult. Now you look at some of the other numbers here. Um... Both these teams are first and second in conference play in red zone offense and red zone defense. This is, once again, in conference play. Leave the non-con out of it. 
OU is first in red zone offense and first in red zone defense. So you're impressed by that. I am too. But Oklahoma State's second in both of them. So this notion that OU's better as you get inside the 20, not really true. Oklahoma State's just as good. And then what what really set it over for me was the fact that Oklahoma has been the second most penalized team in the Big 12. They have been incredibly sloppy. They got hurt by a couple of big 15-yarders on one of Kansas's drives last week that led to a score. They have not been a very clean team this year when it comes to penalties. So you're on the road in that atmosphere. The paddles are getting whacked along the side. You've been a sloppy team all season long. That's going to come back to bite them. I don't know if it means Oklahoma State wins outright, but I'll tell you right now, when it comes to plus six, I'd buy the half a point if you have to. Um, I'm leaning that way. I'm on the Oklahoma State Cowboys as my underdog of the week. I just think Gundy's going to break everything out. Now, a lot of early money came in on Oklahoma State in this game, and then it swung back to OU. So I'm on the pokes. I think they cover the six. I think they can win outright. And um, it's going to be a hell of a game to watch on Saturday. I cannot wait. It is going to be, yes, as Adam pops up on Facebook Live, the stadium's going to be nuts. Probably the best environment in the Big 12. I totally agree. I can't wait. So Oklahoma State plus six is my lock of the week in the Big 12. Now I'll give you my bad bet of the week. My bad bet of the week, Cincinnati plus three and a half at home against UCF. You know, Cincinnati hasn't covered a spread since week two. We've given you a lot of picks against Cincinnati. And I'm not picking on you, Cincinnati. I'm just playing the numbers. Until you cover a spread in the conference, I ain't picking you. So Cincinnati has yet to cover a spread in the Big 12. And uh, they've gotten a lot of love from Vegas. I'm not sure why. I get it, they're home, but they're three-and-a-half-point dogs, and I'm not touching that thing. I would be on UCF's side. You know, UCF has been in some games. I get it, bad loss last week against West Virginia. But both these teams are winless in Big 12 play, and one has looked a lot better than the other, right? I mean, UCF obviously had that horrible collapse against Baylor, but UCF has been the much better team. Uh, They're going to get the Ground game going on the road in Cincinnati on Saturday. They have a very good rushing offense. Cincinnati had a decent rush defense, but then Ollie Gordon tore them up and down the field last week, especially in that second half. So that looks a bit more vulnerable than we thought it was. And frankly, I don't think Cincinnati's got the horses at quarterback to compete in this league. Emory Jones not cutting it. And they brought in the backup last week. He had a couple of nice passes, really one nice pass on that touchdown in garbage time. But I have no confidence that Cincinnati has the quarterback play it needs to compete in this league. And UCF does. I mean, Plumlee had himself some turnovers, of course. But, you know, I trust him. I get the better quarterback, the veteran. I think the better roster top to bottom at only a three and a half point spread. I'm taking that. I think the atmosphere is good at Cincinnati from what I've seen. But how good is it going to be when their team's 0-5 and they're playing a team that they're not all that juiced up about, that being the fan base, I mean. So I'm not touching Cincinnati plus 3.5. They've been getting way too much love from Vegas. And, um, you know, it's strange to me that UCF was a 7-point favorite last week over West Virginia. Now, that was at home, but still, it was against a legitimate Big 12 team who's been around the block. Yeah, they had lost two straight, but 
West Virginia have been playing good football, and now they're only a three-point favorite. I understand it's on the road, but they're only a three-point favorite against a team who has been crushed throughout most of Big 12 play. That's weird to me. I'm going UCF. Cincinnati plus three and a half is my bad bet of the week. All right, so uh, there you go on that. And then I'll give you my lock of the week. All right, little drum roll. What do you say? My lock of the week is Kansas State plus four and a half at Texas, 11 a.m. Central kickoff in Austin. Let's go, baby. I cannot wait for this game. And I get this Kansas State defense that hasn't given up a touchdown in over nine quarters going up against a quarterback who's about to make his second career start and is going to have things thrown at him in Malik Murphy that he has never seen before from the Kansas State Wildcats defense. That is the hottest team, not just in the Big 12, but in the country right now, outscoring its opponents 82-3 to the last couple of weeks, going up against, I know Malik Murphy's talented, but still a backup quarterback. And then they bring in their two-headed monster of Will Howard and Avery Johnson. I think we're going to see some Avery Johnson this week. We didn't see much of him last week against Houston until garbage time. And I am just riding Kansas State uh, big time right now. Now, on top of that, when I look at this game, Kansas State is 6-2 and two against the spread this year. Texas is only 4-4. Four and four. Texas getting a lot of love since that Alabama game, but they have not been covering a lot of spreads. So that's got to be taken into uh, consideration here as we talk about this matchup and this team. And that's why I'm so fired up for it. And that's one of the many reasons I'm looking at this game and saying, I'm on K-State. I mean, two of the last three games, Texas has not covered the spread. On top of that, the Texas pass defense has been pretty suspect in conference play as well. That's something that we got to bring up. It has been bottom four in the Big 12 in passing yards allowed per game in conference play. That bodes well for Will Howard as he's trying to get some mojo back slinging the ball down the field. On top of that, uh, Texas has not protected the quarterback well. Texas has given up 14 sacks in five conference games. Just to put that into perspective here for you, Uh, When you compare that to the rest of the league, let's see. Texas has given up the second most sacks in the Big 12. The only team that's given up more sacks in conference play than Texas is Baylor. They've given up 20 sacks in their five conference games. So they have not done a good job on that front, protecting their quarterback. Now you got a Kansas State team with a defense rolling, coming to town with a backup quarterback. I don't like that for a second. If I'm the Texas Longhorns and I got to lay four and a half points in this game, no, 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 no. I am not doing it. No way, no how. So my lock of the week is Kansas State plus four and a half at Texas. That's an 11 a.m. big noon kickoff central time, of course. And I cannot wait for these games to play out the way they are. Now, yes, Texas is good against the run. That is very true. In conference play, they are number one in the Big 12 against the run. I'm, I'll give you that. I'm not taking anything away. But here's the thing. They have not played a good rushing offense. They played one good rushing offense in the Big 12 this year. That's Kansas. The other teams that Texas has played in the Big 12 
are mostly in the bottom half when it comes to rushing offense. Baylor, dead last in the Big 12 in rushing offense. They played them. They played Oklahoma, bottom half of the Big 12 in rushing offense in conference play. They played Houston, third worst rushing offense in the Big 12 in conference play. BYU, second worst. They have played the three worst rushing offenses in the league. So those stats are a little skewed. If you want to say, well, Texas has this great rushing defense, it does. But the only team they've played in the Big 12 that has a top half rushing defense in the league is Kansas. That's it. So they really haven't seen a rushing attack like the the, uh, Wildcats. And K-State comes in in five conference games, averaging 260 yards per game on the ground. That is tops in the Big 12 by 30 yards per game. So I understand the question when some of you say, well, what about Texas and how good they've been against the run? They've been good against the run because they played some of the worst rushing offenses in the Big 12 thus far. In Houston, BYU, Baylor, and yes, even Oklahoma's in the bottom half. So that's why you can't just look at the stats. You got to actually look at who they played and what they've done. And I would not read into the fact that Texas has the best run defense in conference play. They do. They're only giving up 98 rushing yards per game in their five Big 12 games. But they have played awful, awful rushing teams. You got to factor that in. So that's another reason I like K-State plus the four and a half in this uh, game on Saturday. Now I'm going to pick the other games. But remember, my three games I give you are the ones I count towards my record. My lock is K-State plus four and a half at Texas. My underdog is Oklahoma State plus six by the half a point if you have to against Oklahoma. And my bad bet, Cincinnati plus three and a half against UCF. Don't touch Cincinnati. Bet the UCF side. Cincinnati's my bad bet of the week. Um, meantime, I'll give you the other games just for fun because you guys wanted me to do that. And this is for the Saturday games, obviously. Um, by the time we've done this, by the time most of you have heard this, the TCU Tech game is going to be over. So uh, the other games we got to mention here, Houston and Baylor. Baylor's a three-point favorite in this game against Houston. I'd roll Baylor. I think Houston right now is a um, wounded animal. Uh, they got up for the Texas game a couple of weeks ago. They were flat as could be last week against Kansas State. And um, unfortunately, I think more of that's going to continue. I think that that is a uh, tough spot right now in Houston for Dana Holgerson. I would not want to be hitching myself to that wagon at this point in time. I think Baylor finally gets itself what it desperately needs. And that's uh, back in the win column for a multitude of reasons. Now, you know, they beat Cincinnati a couple of weeks ago. But it's been tough sledding for this Baylor team. And um, all in all, you know, they haven't been very good when you look against the spread. They're 2-5-1. and one. But you know what? I'm going to take Baylor in this one and um, see how it plays out. On top of the fact that when you look at it, Houston is 0-3 on the road against the spread. So that's not a good sign. They've been a better team at home against the spread. They are 0-3 against the spread this year on the road. Now, to be fair, Baylor's 0-5-1 at home against the spread. So both these teams stink against the spread, but... I'm rolling Baylor minus three in this one. Uh, Kansas at Iowa State. Who do I want to upset here? Who am I going to upset? I'm going to upset Kansas fans. Iowa State minus two and a half would be my pick in that game. 
Iowa State's been so much better at home than on the road. They're 3-1 and one against the spread at home. Kansas is 0-3 on the road. Kansas is very good at home in that building. Not so much when they've got to hit the road. So uh, Kansas is coming off to one of those massive victories. And, you know, you often see teams where they get this program-defining win and they just kind of lay an egg. And I don't think Kansas is going to lay an egg, but I'm not going to be betting them on the road in this scenario based on how they've been on the road so far this season, especially covering the number. And Iowa State has been very good against the run. They're second in the Big 12 against the run in league play behind only the aforementioned Texas. So this is one of those situations where I'm looking at it, and they played much better rushing teams than Texas has played. They played TCU. They played Oklahoma State. So they played some decent teams um, when it comes to running the football. And I'm going to go Iowa State minus the points. Um, and I just think Matt Campbell and this Cyclones team gets it done. Ames in November is a tough spot. I know the weather's going to be good, but still, Ames at night. Uh, Jack Trice going to be rocking. Kansas coming off that huge win last week, maybe a little flat out of the gates. I'm rolling Iowa State, and I could see Iowa State special teams helping them win this game. They've had good special teams this year. Don't take that away from Iowa State. The special teams has been impressive, done a very good job, and Iowa State is playing some, well, both teams are playing pretty clean football when it comes to penalties and things like that. But uh, all in all, I, I like what Matt Campbell's doing. He's turned this season around. Lance Leipold's a great coach. These, you know, these two guys are, these are real heavyweight coaches we've got here. And they both are getting odds to potentially be the next Michigan coach if Harbaugh ends up leaving or gets shown the door. So that's something to keep an eye on. I'm not trying to spoil anybody's weekend. I'm just kind of noting that as we have the conversation here on the show. But it is uh, very interesting times. We'll put it that way. When it comes to the future of these two programs, uh, two exciting programs that we love to follow here. But I would roll Iowa State minus the two and a half. And then, last but not least, I'll give you this pick as well. Of course, I'll give them all to you, even though only three count. Um, BYU... At West Virginia, the Mountaineers are 12.5-point favorites. BYU is going all the way across the country. It's Morgantown. It's at night. That's a tough spot. I'm laying the points with the Mountaineers minus the 12.5. They're 3-1 and one at home against the number. Um, BYU, frankly, has two Big 12 wins. But even in their two Big 12 wins, which we've talked about all season long, they've been outgained in their two wins. Texas Tech and... Cincinnati, they were outgained in both of those games. BYU is not all that far off from also being winless in Big 12 play. Like, they have not been good. And I don't think Slovis is the answer at quarterback. So there's a lot that's got to get figured out there. they got to travel across the country. Morgantown's going to be rocking. West Virginia is a game back in the Big 12 title race. They're not out of it. And I think they get a pretty convincing win. So I'll lay the 12.5 with the Mountaineers. But the three picks that I'm giving you that matter against the spread, my lock of the week, Kansas plus Kansas State plus 4.5 at Texas. My underdog of the week, Oklahoma State plus 5.5. Uh, by the half a point, get it to 6 against Oklahoma. And my bad bet, Cincinnati plus 3.5 at UCF. I would not touch that one. All right? We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Do me a solid before you leave. Hit the thumbs up on YouTube. Would you do that for me? And then if you're on the podcast, hit five stars. I need like 25 ratings to get to 750. What do you think? Can we do that by Thanksgiving? 
just hit the five star. And then if you want the koozie, I sent the bunch out again today. Send me a screenshot of your rating and review. Subscribe to the podcast, Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and I'll hook you up. All right? There's still plenty of time to get them. We appreciate you guys. This show is growing every episode because of you. Share it. I can't thank you enough. And uh, enjoy an awesome weekend of Big 12 football. We'll be talking to you Sunday for our reaction show. Can't wait for it. Take care.